0: Everyone, I'm Christina Burnett, your host for the It's Natural Podcast. Hi everyone, we are back. I'm so glad to be joining you. I am gonna be joining you solo today for a solo episode. And today's topic has been much requested. It's one of your top requested subjects that is continually coming up. And that is on how to create a successful routine and also along those lines about habits. So, in this episode, we will be going over different strategies that I think are missing in the conversation. Like I said, Whenever we put out a questionnaire or ask you Biosphere suggestions, this is one of the top topics. However, I've been personally hesitant to talk about routines and strategies. Just because I have noticed for myself, it's actually, I have watched several YouTube videos on it. I love when people share about this topic. I feel the conversation right now is just so limited around the strategies and I just have been hesitant to share because I don't agree with some aspects of what's very much trendy right now. And I think it can cause even more frustration for those who are trying to create and establish new habits. So I thought with this time of year, i heading not quite into, I guess it's trying to head into fall here in California, and it's not quite the holiday season And just even, and just personally, I've been craving kind of a life edit as we are heading out of the summer season and heading into fall. And we thankfully are not in the chaos of the holiday months quite yet. You just kind of have that lag over, at least I'm having that lag over of still kind of needing to like put away summer stuff, kind of clear out summer clothes, beach supplies in the garage, all that stuff, camping supplies. And then kind of trying to edit those things. And then also now having school in session, I think that also helps us naturally, whether you have children or not. It kind of just affects the whether there's the traffic patterns, your commutes, your work schedule. When school's in session, I feel like everyone kind of has more of a strategy and outline of When they need to come and go again, regardless if you have children or not, the little things like traffic. So I thought right now is the perfect time to do a little bit of edits, setting the foundation for a routine and giving some strategies that I use and that I've learned and that might help you to stick with it. And might also broaden the conversation a little bit more. So I've already mentioned it a couple times. For any successful routine, I believe personally you need a foundation. And this foundation could look again normally, but I think it's so important to know what your bottom line is. Why are you even looking to create a routine, a new habit, a new system around you? What is your why behind it? We see so many examples of other people's routines. At least I don't I don't know if it's just my algorithm or I just feel like they're everywhere. But we see routines, the 5 a.m. routine, the lemon water right away when you wake up routine. Because I think that's where my rub with the conversation right now is. Because it is so narrow that I think we forget with a conversation and sometimes the whole point of having routines and habits is that life is not a straight line. It's not linear. There are many ups and downs. It can take you so many places. And again, I'm talking from my perspective as a working mom and you never know sometimes what the day is going to throw at you. But I think it's important to have what you need in mind at all times and kind of have it as a lookout point. And I'll give the like just the illustration of being in a sailboat and you're going from point A to point B. Usually it's not a straight line as most people who sail know, You kind of have to go around sometimes different areas, whether that's a rock, whether there's something in your way whether there's different waves, but you're still heading towards your targets. And when you have that target in mind, I feel it makes what the ups and downs of life a lot more easier to navigate because you still have your strategy being implemented, but you're going there at your own pace and we all get there at that finish line in our own way. The routine also should be a guided invitation to ourselves, and this might help us finding our why, but it's our help and invitation to not be passive players in our lives, and not to come from a framework of denial, but to provide us a framework of success, and again, that target we're trying to hit, and to really be active participants in our lives in a way that works for us. And right now, again, why I want to bring this up is because we're having a strategy of school being in session and we're having, you know, the summer parties, the summer vacations are kind of slowing down. We're not heading into the holiday season yet which is a great time to set up this framework of what we are needing at this point. And to really check in, like, where are we feeling depleted? Where are we getting pulled too much? Where can we re-strategize and habit stack and build ourselves up for success? So one of the keys to also setting up this foundation is clearing out the clutter. And this is an encouraging time because we're having that little bit of a space to really go through what physically, emotionally, mentally. And another aspect is in our personal space, we think and obviously can see if there's clutters, you know, seasonality, if we're not needing certain clothes anymore, or footwear to kind of switch those out or donate what's not fitting and not, you know, not what we're needing heading into fall and winter. But it's also an area that takes up a lot of our energy and literally takes up energy is our digital devices to declutter those, whether that's how many apps you have on your phone to go through what's not really serving you. Can you organize it better? Can you just delete them? Then our digital footprints on our emails, what can we go through with our emails clear those out, text messages, voicemails, all the digital things to really go through those because those are quite the energy suckers when we are on our devices. And that's so one area I think that gets really missed when we talk about clearing out. But clearing out is a great way to set up a foundation and to invite us to see what we're really needing help on. And then another step to creating a foundation is also self-reflection. Self-reflection, I think, is really important, and it's so easy to fill that time, whether it's with noise, events, uh, workouts, whatever it may be. It's really easy to fill in those quiet moments. I know I'm very much guilty of it, but self-reflection is important to invite us once more to not be those passive players in our lives to really step up and see what we're needing, especially when we clear out, I think, our physical and mental and emotional spaces. We can really be honest and see what's working and not working. And self-reflection also helps us to see what is working, what lights us up, what brings us that joy, what is that little moments of happiness? What are these little moments of self-reflection that we might need to sprinkle through more consistently throughout our days. What are we really needing? And now from this episode sponsor. Now that school's back in session and with busy schedules, many of us are looking for effective ways to support our health and overall wellness. And one way to support our health is by taking vitamins to help support various deficiencies caused by nutritional, environmental, physical, and mental stressors that may be placed upon our bodies. And I know it can be disheartening and confusing when you're looking into vitamins and supplements to find out that many brands use ingredients that contain fillers, GMOs, and other toxins that aren't compatible with wine to support our overall health. And that's why my family and I use Symbiotica's vitamins. When I came across this brand a couple years ago, I truly appreciated how transparent they were with the ingredients they were putting into each vitamin and supplement not only did i notice a difference in how i was feeling when i was taking their vitamins but also loved how easy they were to incorporate into my routine so i have an on and off relationship with coffee but one beverage i like to consistently drink is symbiotica's shilajit mineral resin shilajit has been around for centuries used in ayurvedic and eastern medicine Drinking Sheila G offers 86 trace minerals and antioxidants in it, while being a delicious, cozy drink. And especially now with school back in session, and kids and germs and sickness seem to be a magnet to each other, I love taking the vitamin C and coated silver along with the super greens, just to make sure my immune system is getting the extra support it needs. And these are also great products I like to take along with us while we travel. Make sure that we are staying healthy while traveling. And a few of my other favorite products from Symbiotica that I always have in rotation is their Magnesium Altheanates, their adrenal support formula. And then their golden mine and longevity mushrooms for brain support. Not only are Symbiotica's products effective and convenient, they also taste good, which I know can be a hurdle for some. And Symbiotica was gracious enough to offer its natural listeners a 15% discount site wide using the code Evergreen Living. Again, for 15% off site wide, that's Evergreen Living. E V E R G R E e-e-n-l-i-v-i-n-g the key to sticking to any health and wellness routine for me is convenience and effectiveness And I couldn't think of a more synonymous and aligned woman-led brand than Higher Dose. My love affair with Higher Dose began with their sauna blanket, which I found so effective and yet convenient to have all the benefits of a sauna packed into their high-quality sauna blanket. I still find it so convenient to have all the benefits of a sauna without the bulk of a traditional sauna unit still reaping all the benefits in my home which makes me use it even more often as a busy mom because i can include it easily into my routine higher dose is bringing at home wellness tools using nature inspired technologies to release a dose of feel-good chemicals aka dopamine oxytocin serotonin and endorphins that elevate your mood promote a healthy glow support long-term health benefits and lift your spirit even though their sauna mat was my intro into the brand i have since fallen in love with their wide range of products and have also added them to my wellness toolbox their PEMF mats and red light therapy mask are one of my go-to's along with their line of magnesium products Magnesium gummies and bath soaks are among my favorites. And Higher Dose was kind enough to offer the It's Natural Listeners 15% off site wide with the code Evergreen. That's 15% off site wide with the code Evergreen. E V E R G R E E N. I know you'll fall in love with how easy and effective Higher Dose's products are and how you will feel afterwards. Enjoy! And then from this foundation, I think this is where we can start the planning project. And then from here, being this honest, clearing out, starting from this fresh but strong space of our why, our strong why and why we're making these changes, or just boosting and judging up what is already working for us. This is where I kind of take out those, I don't know the term, I feel like is everywhere, non-negotiables. Yes, it's important to have your priorities. But back to that illustration, I don't think it's helpful to be so critical and so rigid with certain things because I think that creates more stress. And to see how we can be flexible in our goals and to still have them and keep them on our mind and in our mind, because I think that really takes, and now I'm just going on the ceiling puns. That really takes the wind out of our sails if we are so planned out and then our plan doesn't work as we thought it might. I know I have personally been guilty of this, but when it doesn't go ideally as exactly detailed as it you would like it, then we kind of sometimes just give up or just don't want to do it anymore. It's just you kind of feel like your whole day has gone to shit. So it's a great way to... Flexibility to have it always on your mind, your goals, but have the framework to get you there and to really enjoy it once you do get there. And it's not a time to be stressed out or cause more anxiety. Because again, if that's what's going on typically in your day, then that's when we need to reevaluate. When I have done this process previously for myself and continually, it's ongoing, it's not a one time deal because there really are just seasons of life. And like our summer routine is completely different from right now being kiddos back in school. So it's really a different structure than the summertime. So I have felt that I needed to, again, do this in my own life. And some of my priorities after clearing out the space so I can reassess and see what's actually working. And my priorities and where I try to put my attention to is if I'm feeling my body and my mind. Like I had mentioned, I do have things that are in my toolbox. that I know that always usually help me whether I'm dealing with anxiety or different stuff comes up. These are my go-tos that really always ground me And they are pretty classic, so I do like to get movement in. And that's usually right now it's been Pilates or yoga and then walking. And I definitely try to get the walking in daily and yoga and Pilates are about almost daily as well. And then for me and my mind, I do love meditation and I also love to, and somehow if I miss meditation for the day. I do also like to, maybe in the morning when I'm getting ready or maybe the first part of my walk is to listen to various types of either walking meditation and or positive I know for me on, and I don't know if this is true for you, but on the daily, we are getting so much inputs continuously from what we're reading from social media, from TV, the news, the radio, wherever, from people we talk to. We're constantly getting so much input and whether you believe in positive affirmations working or not, I think it's just such a way to build up my day and my morning and especially when it's heading towards different goals. You know, usually I'm straight into work after I go on the walk. So I know just having a positive mindset and getting myself tuned in and feeling really good mentally really affects how I go about my day and how I internally talk to myself, but how I also talk to others as well. And then on a little bit of a side note, so routines is one of our questions that or topics that keep getting requested to talk about. And the second one, and it kind of goes hand in hand, and we will probably be looking into this this next month, having a couple guides for you and or doing more longer challenges but meditation and actually positive affirmations and journaling how to go about it tips for that and i will go into more depth about those topics at another time but i just want to know let you know for anyone who's interested we will be doing on our instagram which will be linked in the show notes we are doing a Another challenge where there will be weekly um, affirmations and journal prompts, and that will be going on for the next couple months. So circling back a little bit. So those are my priorities, just a few of those that I know that work and that always make me feel good. And I see the benefits internally and also externally in how I go about my day. So those are really important to me. Again, those can look completely different for you. And this is why it's so important to know what you're needing and what your why is. And then the next thing that I think is so helpful, and it's not really new because it is so talked about so often lately, but is habit stacking. It is layering in a task that you already have. So most I know a lot have the routine of having their morning coffee. Well, while you're doing your coffee, can you maybe just journal three things that you're grateful for. Or are you trying to take, I know one of my things is over the summer and traveling and just being here and there, kind of got on with the habit of taking vitamins. So I have been actually habit-sacking that personally for my first meal, but that could be for you with your first drink of the morning, if that's your coffee or your lemon water, whatever it may be, your tea to layer in something that already works for you and just add in something additionally to that habit that you already have. And then I think habit stacking, one of those habit building techniques that helps you to provide you with efficiency and consistency and I am always editing down to be more efficient because life is busy and I'm trying to reframe my even my wording around it, even just there being not enough hours in the day. I continually catch myself saying that. So for me, habit stacking has really allowed that efficiency and consistency and things that I want to do and to prioritize the different habits that are already supporting me and then just layering on just a little another aspect. Another one I was doing is usually I take a quick cold shower. And before that, I was quickly dry brushing So I was really, I was already taking the cold shower just to rinse off and then in the morning and then to dry brush before that. Because again, I know I wasn't spending a lot of time in the shower. It's just the three to four minutes in the cold water. So I can add on like two more minutes to dry brush. And that was a, I really like that habit as well. Or if you have a nightly skin routine, could you do a mask as well? If you're, like you do a facial mask, could you do a hair mask as well, kind of just syncing up what works and makes sense for you. Again, it's just about, I know some people get really narrow on this area, but habit stacking is just about efficiency and consistency. And if you already have your baseline habit down, That just works for you it it makes it so much easier to maybe add in that new habit on top of that the new habit is more likely to more become part of your routine as well and not fall off or become trendy and just a waste of your time the newer habit is more likely to be more cemented when you are pairing it with something that is already working for you and then another way to create a consistent routine is having an accountability system. And so you're having a mechanism to hold yourself accountable for following your new routine. So, that can be anything from setting an alarm in your calendar to alert you when you're supposed to maybe work out, maybe drink more water, whatever it may be, so that you can consistently show up for yourself. And again, if that's too hard and you know yourself and you did the self reflection part, you can also see through that maybe I need some outside assistance. So, maybe if you have the same fitness goal as a friend or signing up for a couple classes here and there just to make sure that you have that motivation or if you set up as kind of a habit stack implementing in maybe set up a phone call that you know that you can take while you're walking so that you can get your steps in while also catching up. I know that's one of my favorites. So accountability can be very simple, finding groups in your area that have the same interests that you might be looking for. And accountability is so helpful to keep us and stay motivated. And it's always helpful to have that friend with us. And I think accountability too, I know can sound more on the serious side, again, to that not doing this but I think accountability also can be that fun aspect whether that's you know talking to your friends lifting yourself up while you're walking having that double combo of endorphins and getting some sunlight I think that's important aspect to find the fun and to remember and to remember to enjoy the journey that we're on and another way that can help us stick to our routines is time management, being mindful how you spend your time and using your phone as a tool to assess your activities. There are positives and negatives, duality in most things. And I know this comes down to social and our phones. And a lot of times that is equated negatively, which I don't think is also not necessarily true of the conversation when we're coming towards our phones. And then this way too, I think it can actually be a tool. So I know, especially on iPhones, I'm not familiar with other systems, I'm sure they do too. But to really see how you're spending your time, you can see usually your movements and track your steps that you did for the day. But you can also see where you're spending it, you know, maybe communicating with friends and family, where you're spending and working, where you're spending on social, games, other open tabs you might have to really be honest with yourself and see where you're spending the time. I think our phones can be a great tool in having that honest assessment. And then just pivoting from there. How can, again, we utilize our time, make it more efficient? what What can we maybe set limits on? So if we still are wanting to go on Instagram, Or like me or also needing to do it for work or your emails to set maybe alarms or limits or set up different times when you windows of times when you are and aren't on those different platforms. Honesty with yourself is a really productive way to really analyze how to be successful and what's not working. And then another area, I know this could be a whole topic in itself, but it kind of is going with the last tip of time management and how we utilize that. But it's so important to protect our peace and our mindsets. And this is to remove those relationships and just maybe outings and different things that are not protecting our peace, whether that is drama online, whether that's drama in our life, whether that's friends and, and while I, I do strongly believe in personal boundaries, I think this is an area, too, where, especially with the holidays coming up, it can be really tricky. And that's another area why I thought it was so important to talk about routines before getting into the holiday season, because there are those aspects, especially around the holidays, those emotional ties with family and friends. Maybe going home for the holidays, maybe not having that support or holidays just looking different for you and this time and phase of your and season of your life. But to really, again, to invite ourselves to set up those strong foundations and really see what does work for us and what is supporting because this is about you. And when I do it for me, it's about me and what's best for us. So setting up these foundations of what's good for us before having these invitations, these work parties, maybe parties with old friends, holiday parties, gatherings with family and friends, see what really works for you. And if your cup is full, and if you have all your basics covered, then maybe you can do a couple more activities than you normally would do because you are supporting yourself in other ways. Or maybe you just have gotten to that point where you need to protect your peace and mindset. And so I don't think you have to cut off anybody, but sometimes just declining, saying no. Protecting our peace and mindset is so valuable. I feel like it's so easy to get stretched thin with the invites and the holiday seasons. And it is just emotional time period. Sometimes I know people are going having to go back home and visit families, it's different traumatic kind of dynamics that they aren't normally in in their normal day-to-day lives. But during the holidays, they're presented again. So protecting our peace and mindset to me is one of those priorities when I am making my routine and setting up habits and my part of my why. I invite you to look at what is protecting peace and mindsets for you. And this is such a a great time to do that before the busy holiday season, before the franticness and the busyness. And I really do believe once we set up this routine, and once you have it in order, and you have covered all these bases, you can really hold on to your vision, no matter if it's a good day or a bad day, you still know what investments and the why you're making the investments into yourself, it really can support our minds and our mindset sets when we have different things come up in life that maintaining our vision and goals even during challenging times can get us through those times more because we know if we have this purpose behind our goals then we know you know this off day and this bad week is not forever and it's not our normal. Another aspect about protecting our peace and I know I had mentioned this when I was talking about clearing out spaces, but this is an area where we kind of forget, I feel like, but protecting our peace also means to go through our electronic versions of these spaces. So that is our social spaces, our emails. So those different areas also need to be cleared out. Maybe it's just an account that's not making us feel good. Maybe it's Again, that person from high school that you stalk everyone's mile, maybe it's whatever it may be, just get rid of it or just end it or block it or put it on a pause because our peace is so important. And especially if you're going through a kid of wanting to create change, that's a great way to create change because you're in your momentum. So just hit the block button or the unfriend button or silence them. It's fine. It's not personal. It's just you protecting your peace at moments. And who knows? He also liked this method, whether it's trying to eat more healthy, whatever it might be, but the crowding out method. So just even if you, it's just not that you can't, or it's just not where you are in your life where you can't block out the person or the thing. But just to kind of crowd it out. So maybe you're just not spending as much time on that social platform. You're replacing it with a reading or an audiobook or some goal that you do have in mind, even with eating. Maybe you can't give up, but just crowd it out maybe with fruits and vegetables. So the candy, you're full by the time you need that candy that you have had on your when we have these times of inspiration and we're on these kicks. I think it's so important to utilize that momentum and it's such a great and easy way to change out things by just substituting and habit stacking and adding on to habits we already got already have and that way you're crowding out what no longer is working. And some additional elements that I think also help and I know I like to add in to my day and These personally, I don't have to schedule them in, but they are still a priority for me. I love integrating gratitude. And I think if we reflect, if we have those moments of self-reflection and how I'm sprinkling gratitude into my day. So I do try to wake up with this, but sometimes how I wake up depends when, I don't know, when you have a kid, no morning's ever exactly the same. Even if you wake up earlier, but I know before bed, I like to just recount at least three things that did go well that I am grateful for. So I like to do three things that went well and then three things that I'm grateful for. And I think it's just a great way to in the day, because so much of what we are taking in are what we can improve, what we're not doing right, what's going wrong, how we're fixing it, how we can adjust it, where we're deficient. I think it is important to look at and to remember what is going well, what you are doing and feeling that is right. And that just might be the coziness of your bed that you're laying in, whatever it may be. And I do try to do this also when I'm waking up. Those few minutes where I'm debating getting out of bed or nods and, you know, just go back and forth in your mind and I am getting up, but just savoring those last few moments. I do like to also start off with stating that today is a good day, that today is going to be a great day. And three positive gratefuls or just positive things I can think of right away off the top of my mind in the morning. I think an indication with if your routine is working and how it's really working for you. One way I know if I need to recharge or things aren't working right is different symptoms of my nervous system aren't feeling right and aren't being right, because so much of our lives right now are about dysregulating our nervous systems, whether that's the blue lights from our screens, from having to work different hours, so our circadian rhythm might be off, whether that's gut issues, skin issues, inflammation issues. These are all symptoms of a dysregulated nervous system. And I know this might be sound odd coming up during a conversation about strategies on how to make a routine work. But that is one indication to me when several, I guess, but one of the main ones I'm trying to really pay attention to in regards to myself is if any of those symptoms are coming up, this also plays a role in our mental health and that also plays into our physical health. It's all related and it's all tied together. Our body is giving us signals of what's working and what's not working internally and externally. So I always like a takeaway. So I will quickly just review some of the takeaways. I think if you're walking away wanting to implement this is to once again, to go through and have a moment of self-reflection where you can establish what's working time-wise, a goal that you have, habits you want to add in, whether that's for your wellness or for utilizing your time more wisely. It's also important after that, the next step is to declutter. Going through the closets, cupboards, those drawers, the junk drawers that are chronically always filling up whatever it is for you, and this also includes our digital spaces, to clear those up, to clear those out and clean those out so that will free up some of the physical and mental and digital spaces. We can really analyze what's working in our routine and to see what in our exercise, our diet, stress management, what we want to aim for in creating success, and happiness in our own lives. And to remember that a routine is just the framework to get you to your destination. But life is not linear. So, this is not a prescription for non negotiables. Life needs flexibility. And I think the more flexibility that you have built into your routine, the more you can flow with the hurdles that you might be faced with, whether that's for a day or a period of time. You can deal with those hurdles in a more successful way that is encouraging you to go on and to go about your life living it in a way that works for you. What habits do you have that you like and appreciate? The next tool to use in creating a successful routine is habit stacking. This is just the practice of going at things a little more concisely and efficiently. So if you have a routine or a habit that you're doing consistently already to just add another layer onto that. Again, like I suggested, if you're trying to take vitamins, how to stack that onto your coffee of the morning or your coffee and tea and you like to stand there for a minute and just enjoy it, maybe write down a couple of three gratitude prompts that you like in your journal. Or if you have the practice, I know usually the night before and in the morning, I'm usually looking over my schedule for the next day. But add maybe like a theme for the day. What is something that you want to remember and embrace for that day. And after habit stacking, it's always great to have an accountability system. Once more, this is not about rigidity, but making the fun in it, having a partner in it, having someone to be on a journey with, whether that's a romantic partner, friendship, your family, a club you join, a support group that you're joining, yep. Or just if that's you making an alarm on your phone to go off when it's time to work out or to alert you when something is coming up in your schedule that you're a habit that you want to keep up. Whatever it may be, accountability, weaving that in to your system is a great way to make sure that you are showing up for yourself. And then time management is another important components when we're scheduling and talking about routines cuz again there are only so many hours in a day so with the routines to with the routines and looking at what time you have to spend using your phone to maybe look at literally what amount of time you're spending in movements what amount of time you're spending on apps what amount of time you're spending on work so that you just can be accountable to yourself know what's working, know what's not, pivot from there. We don't need to hang on to beat ourselves up about it. It's just about reassessing what's working, what's not and growing from there. And then protecting our peace and mindsets. Just creating our foundation for ourselves mentally and physically really goes out and it spreads out across all spans of our life. So to clear out maybe those emotional dynamics and a toxic dynamics in our lives, whether that's just trauma, whether that's unhealthy habits and behaviors from others that might spiral us, or maybe in the next couple of months, knowing that you will have a different dynamic during the holidays. To support yourself now and find the tools and ways to help you support yourself, whether that's therapy, talking to a trusted advisor, Or just simply doing the crowded out method, just not making as much time for those people, those scenarios, those situations. And all this is to invest into ourselves, fueling up our cup so that we can be the best versions of ourselves. So by the time we do get to that goal or so by the time that we do get to our goal or whatever we might be aiming for and striving for in our lives. We're not worn down. We are not ragged by the time we get there, but we are strong and healthy, both mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We can be there and we can really show up for ourselves and others. A lot of the conversations surrounding this topic are very just linear and they aren't encompassing a lot of different lifestyles, a lot of different habits. I hope this way at least helps provide a framework and provide a method that will encompass a lot of different broader perspectives and what people are needing in their routines. And if you would like me to go more in detail, I can even share possibly my routine. I wasn't sure if that would be helpful, so maybe that can be in a future episode. So leave that maybe in the comments if that will be helpful for you. But again, like I had mentioned This is just a great period of time before the mayhem of the holiday season. And we also have in our family back-to-back in November and December. We also have birthdays season mixed in with the holiday season. So it can become quite chaotic. So I understand that aspect of it. And I think this is such a great time right now. This little lull between fall and summer, how we can really tune in to what is working for us and that's why we are doing on our instagram which will be linked once more in our show notes that we will be doing affirmations and weekly journaling prompts again just to support us i think we all need as much support as we can get in setting up these healthy foundations for ourselves I know I just recently, over the summertime, got into journaling and found it really helpful after my meditations. Meditation is just one of those things in my toolbox I know always helps, even if it doesn't feel like I have enough hours in the day and get busy with life. Foundation. One of my foundational practices is meditation, and journaling after that really just helps kind of cement it all together. And I really found that beneficial. And I had found randomly a couple of poems, so I thought I would add onto that and expand on that, and hopefully that will help you guys to enjoy that. So thanks for joining me, and as I'm leaving you. Once again, if you found any value in this podcast and you would like to help support, please rate and review this podcast. As always, we love your comments. We read them. So add any suggestions that you might have in there, whether that's topics, guests, and future episodes you would like to hear, please leave those in the comments. Until next time, I'll talk to you then. Have a wonderful week.